Good morning. Just a reminder that with the beginning of the Advent season, we will be offering both a 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. midweek uh, Advent services every Wednesday. Uh, They're identical services, uh, the only difference being that we will sing at the 7 p.m. services uh, because we have an organist. But otherwise, the 2 p.m. will be a a spoken uh, liturgy of of the same service at 7 Our Old Testament reading for this, the first Sunday in Advent, is from the 64th chapter of Isaiah. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries and that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things that we did not look for, you came down. The mountains quaked at your presence. From of old, no one has heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. You meet him who joyfully works righteousness. Those who remember you in your ways. Behold, you were angry and we sinned. In our sins we have been a long time, and shall we be saved? We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us, and have made us melt in the hand of our iniquities. But now, O Lord... You are our father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Be not so terribly angry, O Lord, and remember not iniquity forever. Behold, please look, we are all your people. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the first chapter of 1 Corinthians. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in him, in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter. Jesus said, In those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away 
until all these things take place, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, keep awake, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or when the cock crows, or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. What I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to all of you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus said to stay awake. Jesus told his disciples to keep watch. And he wasn't kidding. So today Jesus told the story of a servant who, just like us, was told to keep watch. His master was going away. But the master was going to come back. So the master wanted his servant to wait and to watch for his coming. And while the master was gone, the servant, just like us, was supposed to keep doing the work his master gave him to do. The servant wasn't supposed to get lazy. He was to work and keep watch. The servant was not to think, well, my master isn't back yet, so I have time to do the things I want to do. No, the servant was to do the work the master gave him to do and to keep watch for when the master would come back. Jesus said to stay awake and keep watch. It was a command Jesus gave us. And Jesus was not fooling around when he gave this command. He meant it. In that story, we are the servants. We're called to watch for Jesus' return, to pray for it to come, like we do during the season of Advent. And we're not supposed to stop watching for Jesus' coming. To drive home the seriousness of this point, Jesus talked about the servant keeping watch at midnight because his master could come back. And the servant was to keep watch at 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. All through the night and into the morning, that servant was called to watch for the return of his master. I don't know if you've ever stayed up all night, either just to study or for fun. It usually isn't that bad until the hours wear on and you feel exhausted. So just think about this. If we literally did... What Jesus is asking, we would never sleep again. We would just keep watching for the day when Jesus comes back and never sleep until that day comes. How on earth are we supposed to keep watch for Jesus' return all the time and at all hours of the night? That's an impossible thing to do. And on top of it, Jesus said we're to keep doing the work he's given us to do while he's gone. I don't know about you, but I'm starting to feel some pressure about this. 
Not only are we to be watching for Jesus' coming, but we are to be living faithful Christian lives while we wait. What happens if Jesus comes back and we're not living as Christian of a life as maybe we could be? What if Jesus returns and in that moment we're speeding down the highway going 75 miles per hour in a 65 mile per hour zone? Technically in that moment we're breaking the law. We're sinning. Or what if Jesus returns and he catches us doing something we shouldn't be doing in that moment and we know we should not be doing it? Or what if Jesus returns and we're thinking something in that moment we should not be thinking? Or Jesus returns and catches us mid-sentence of verbally blasting one of our family members or someone at work. What happens then? We don't know when Jesus will return. When he does return, he might catch us hardly being as faithful as we could be. What happens when Jesus returns and we are not perfectly doing the work he left us to do? Before Jesus left, he promised his disciples he would come back again. And Jesus will. He will come back again. This is what Jesus promised you today. He will come back. But it can feel like a lot of pressure to watch for his coming and to do the work he's given us to do. We're to keep watch. What does that mean? We aren't shoving our heads up in the sky watching for him to come on the clouds every second of every day. So what does it really mean to keep watch? And while we watch, Jesus wants us to do the work he's given us to do. So what are we supposed to be doing? You are a Christian. Because it was Jesus Christ himself who watched for that perfect time to be born into this world in the flesh. He watched. For that moment, was born in the flesh, and he found you. Jesus watched for that day when he would die on a cross and rise from the dead, all for you. And Jesus watched for that special day when you would be born in this world. Yes, he was waiting for it, because he was so happy to meet you. He watched for the day to baptize you, to give you his spirit and create faith in you. Jesus is so invested in you. And Jesus wants you to keep watch for all that he has done for you. More than anything else in all of creation, Jesus wants you to keep watch for all the things he is doing. For you through his word and his sacraments. In your life, keep watch as Jesus comes to you in the supper. Keep watch as he feeds you with his own body and blood. Keep watch as every day Jesus forgives your sins 
every single one of them. This is the work Christ has given you to do while he's gone. Jesus wants you to keep watch, to keep focused on all the things he has done for you. Those are the works he wants you to be engaged in every day while he's gone. He wants you to continually believe what he has done was done for you. We don't have to worry about the day Christ will return. Don't be afraid that when Jesus does return that he might catch you on a bad day or a bad moment. Because, of course, Jesus is going to catch you on a bad day and maybe a bad moment. We're sinful human beings who sin every single day, aren't we? But because of Jesus, you are perfectly pure and without sin. Even though we will sin every single day, just keep watch. Because every single day, God the Father is declaring you a saint. Because of the work of Jesus. It is because of Jesus that you will be accepted on the day when Jesus returns. After all, you belong to him. All Christians belong to Jesus. He died for our sins to forgive them. Jesus rose from the dead, so we will rise from the dead. And Jesus will return again one day because he is going to take you to be with him. For all eternity. He will take you. And all Christians who have already died in the faith. And we will all live again. And on the day Christ returns. We will all be together again. Forever. Today we start the season of Advent. And Jesus was very right to call all of us to watch. And to wait for his coming. Jesus does not want a single one of us becoming spiritually lazy. He does not want a single one of you being lured away by the pleasures of this dying world. Jesus wants you to keep watch for his coming by always watching him. We keep watch by focusing our eyes upon what Jesus has done for us. His death on the cross put our sins to death. His rising from the dead is your promise that you will also rise from the dead. As we watch for our Lord's return, he wants you to keep your eyes fastened tight on what he has done for you and never take your eyes off of him. As you watch for Jesus, keep your hearts fastened on what he has done for you. Jesus is your hope. As you watch for his coming and pray for it during Advent, I pray Christ draws you closer to himself this season. Your salvation has always depended upon him, hasn't it? And because of Jesus, you will be saved on the day he comes again. Just watch for it. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.